It is Tuesday. Time for Mobility Makers, brought to you by Bridgestone. No matter what the next generation of mobility will be, it will be on wheels, and Bridgestone will be there. Bridgestone Solutions for Your Journey. The the, uh, Treasury Department put out what the eligibility requirements will be for EV tax credits. We've got some winners, some losers, and at least for now, it appears that the American car companies, specifically General Motors, is one of the biggest winners. Uh, we bring in our good friend Paul Eisenstein, publisher and editor-in-chief at the Detroit Bureau. Paul, good afternoon. Hey, good to be with you, guys. So uh, how important is this for American automakers? And in terms of GM, it's what? Every one of their EVs is going to meet the eligibility requirements in terms of content? Not quite every one of them. The, uh, the Hummer does not. Uh, and that's no surprise because the price tag, even on the base Hummer, right. is above the cap. You know, th- this... A new version of the incentives, which is all contained under the Inflation Reduction Act, really changed the rules. Before, it was pretty much you built an EV. If it had a big enough battery pack, uh, you got incentives until your company sold, what, 200,000 EVs, and then you were cut off. Under the new one, you can sell as many as you want, uh, as many as you can get customers to, to buy, but there are all sorts of rules here. Uh, there's caps on, for example, how much uh, a buyer can earn. There's a cap on how much the vehicle costs. And then, and here's the really interesting thing, there are all sorts of caps on the actual production of the vehicle. They have to be built in, well, basically what we would call the NAFTA region. Mm-hmm. They have to have batteries that are produced locally, and they have to have the raw materials that produce, uh, produce locally. There's a, you know, there's a little bit of fuzzing there. Uh, there's some fuzzing when it comes to leasing as opposed to purchasing. Right. Uh, there, you can get away with some things, like, for example, the Mustang Mach-E will continue to get half the incentives, 3750 because its battery comes in from Poland, the same basically with the Tesla Model Y with a base battery imported from China. But one of the great things is this is a boon for American manufacturing. I expect over the next two to three years we're going to see a lot more vehicles qualify because they're moving the production from overseas back to the U.S. of the vehicle, of the battery pack, and they're going to start sourcing those raw materials in the U.S., so in, in terms of, now I understand the Mach-E only getting half, um, but I mean, the Chevy Bolt, y- y- am I right that with that $7,500 uh, tax credit, the base amount could be under $20,000 by a couple shekels? Yeah, that's exactly it. Uh, $7,500. I don't have the uh, the base price memorized. I think it's 26 and change. Okay. So yeah, that, that should come in uh, at a starting price of under $20,000. And remember, the Equinox... When it comes out, they're planning to have an, uh, a vehicle, a version of it, at uh, just over 30000 So we're talking about a vehicle that, with the incentives, could be in the low $20,000 range. All of a sudden, it means that you have some EVs that are going to be competing in, the, in the, almost the entry-level segment of the market. So the, this, this affordability issue, which has really dogged EVs, and we keep hearing people quote, well, the average price is $60,000. That price is going to move down as the Equinox and others hit market. Yeah, it will. And by the way, there's a bit of a large asterisk on this average price. Because remember, up until now, with the exception of a couple of vehicles like the base Nissan Leaf and the base version of the the Chevy Bolt EV, 
most EVs were in the mid to upper segment. So it's not been an apples to apples comparison. Right. When you actually compare Model 1 to Model 2, one being a ba- gas and one being a battery vehicle, uh, the price gap isn't nearly as large as that sounds. It's usually about five to, in some cases, $10,000. Plus, the average EV tends to have a lot more equipment on board. Yeah. So if, if, if you're looking at something above, in the mid to higher price segments of the market, the gap between a gas and an electric vehicle is not nearly as much as some people are saying. So the bottom line for consumers, crunch the numbers, use those tax credits because it may be more affordable than you thought. Thank you, Paul.